0: Hey, friend, welcome to On the Daily. I'm your host, Danielle McCleary, and I am a quantum business coach. I'm the host of this podcast. I'm a multi six figure entrepreneur, co founder and president of HypeU Media, and CEO of Danielle On the Daily Coaching. What I'm really interested in is helping you live a life and have a business that is a full body, yes. So, through all of my education and all of my experience, I'm bringing you two episodes a week where I will guide you and give you the tools necessary to scale a massive, sustainable, and sexy business using your intuition, wealth energetics, and human design. What we can call it is business biohacking. So if you're down for that, then I say, let's frickin' go. I'm so glad you're here. On The Daily Fam, we have Jenna Brocious in the house today. Uh, I was introduced to this incredible soul through our mutual friend, Melissa. And I think you're really, really, really going to love Jenna and everything that she does and everything that she's created. And today we're just like having a conversation around intuition and business, which is pretty much your whole story. So I'm so happy you're here. Welcome to On The Daily.
1: Yay. Thank you for having me. I feel like I'm already getting like teary eyed. I don't know why. so. So we shall see what happens.
0: The spirit is channeling us already. Here we are.
1: Totally, yeah.
0: <laughs> oh my gosh, amazing. Well, you have a lot of really cool things going on, but um, I want to like kind of just start with, you know, intuition is one of those things where... I, I I don't know. When I started coaching intuition and like teaching people about their human design and like how to work from their intuition and literally how to make how to make decisions, I found this quote early, early on that was: "If everybody learned to work from their intuition, that's the definition of freedom." And I was like, "That's it! Like that's it right there! It, it, that is the definition of freedom." And it's shocking to me still. Like, obviously. You probably agree with this. When you're in this space and we're working in this space and we're coaching clients in this space, it's all we talk about. So the idea of it not being common knowledge feels foreign at this point. And I realize all the time, just like from interacting with like people out in out in the world, how uncommon it is to work from your intuition. Right.
1: Yeah. And I think like to side note on that, spirituality is knowing oneself. So once we know ourselves, our intuition is just fully aligned within us and we can feel those little good or bad pieces when they happen because we're so inside of ourselves.
0: Mm-hmm. Will you define for me what your like, when you think of intuition and leading with intuition, like what's your definition of that? How would you like give that as an elevator pitch?
1: I mean, I feel like intuition is like the little pings inside me that I know I'm doing the right thing or the wrong thing. Like it is like my North Mm -hmm. star and it is my guiding light at all times.
0: Did you always work from your intuition?
1: You know, I always had a very strong intuition as a little girl. Um, So oddly enough, yes. (laughs) Yes.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, same. And I love that you say that because so many people come on and they're like, no, like I used to be so burnt out and all these things. I'm like, well, yes, same, same. Like we all hit the wall and then we make the decision to do something different. And I love that you say that because I think kids in general, like my son is seven and my son has the I mean, he's an ego projector in human design. So his intuition is really in his wants. And it really comes from like, what do I want in this moment? Where's my lust in this moment? Um, Which is parents of ego projectors out there. I feel you. I see you. (laughs) Good luck. (laughs) How is it raising a child? That Yeah. (laughs) how is it raising a child that literally is the life's mission is to do what he wants like how is that going for you because for me it's a lot of sage is what it is but um yeah i think kids have the best intuition of anyone and as a kid i was the same like i always was like well i don't really want to do that like that just doesn't feel good but then it kind of gets like beaten out of us not like i mean maybe hopefully not actually but just by society in general like society is not set up to help us work from our intuition. Like it's actually the opposite. So I want to know like, how has that journey been for you? Cause obviously you've built an entire business and you have a whole brand and you have a product that's like made from the idea of following your intuition. So tell me a little bit about that.
1: Okay. Can I tell you like how it all unfolded? Cause it kind of is like a good Please story. tell that me we- everything. Okay. So in 2019, 2019- I had been doing real estate for six years and I just like, wasn't feeling fulfilled inside. Like my purpose was not that. And so I was really struggling, like, what do I do next? But I also had this very interesting spiritual part of me happening where I could see people's grandmothers that have passed away and spirit angels and guides and like all these things were really happening around me that I couldn't explain. And so my husband's like, why don't you take some time and let's just really focus on that and where that's gonna go for you. And so for six months I sat on the floor of my office and I would sob and I would journal and I would pray and I would meditate. And then at one point just the idea and the vision for these prayer cards just fully came to me. I can cry now talking about it. And it was like, God showed me exactly what they were supposed to look like. And I just like, I took that idea inside and just like sat with it for a while and then COVID hit. So that kind of slowed my progression down there. But as soon as I was able to get out of COVID and really produce these cards, it so easily happened. There was not one hard thing. There was not one difficult thing. And I hate using words like that because when people are like, it takes hard work. I'm like, no, it doesn't. Unless you tell the universe you want it to be hard. So when everything just like magically happened so beautifully for me, I was like, okay, this is my purpose. Like, this is what I'm supposed to be doing. And so it was really just going within and sitting in that silence is where I was really able to tap into my purpose. Wild.
0: Yeah, it is. Well, it's wild and it's not wild, right? It's like, it makes perfect sense to those of us like who get it. Like I get it. And when you said that, I was like, yeah, of course it wouldn't be hard because I actually have a saying where I say like, I'm actually allergic to hard work. I work hard. Don't get me wrong. Like I definitely work hard, but I- Do I am allergic to hard work. Like if it feels at all like pressure, a need to, a have to, a should be doing, it's a no. And I turn away from it immediately. And that's not like a fear of commitment. That's just a deep trust in the universe and with myself as like an intuitive human. Um, So I love that you say that. I want to know more about, I want to know more about you seeing people's dead grandmas because clairvoyance is a cool that, you know, what I just started watching, um, and I feel so I'm an intuitive empath, but I also, I have like clear audience. Like I'll hear, I hear people like I'll be around. Like, for example, I was sitting at Starbucks one day and I'm sitting there working and I, I'm sitting across from this woman. And the whole time I like had this like thought in my head and it was like, tell her that like, tell her that Buppy says, something. It was like a message and it just kept happening. And I was like, okay. So I went up to this woman and I was like, I, this is going to sound crazy. You're going to think I'm nuts, but this is what I've been hearing for the last hour. And she was like, that's my grandpa. He died. And I was like, this makes perfect sense. So I have Claire audience and it kind of like has always been a thing, but it's one of those, it's one of those, I, I, for, I, for me, I feel like it's one of those things I haven't ever like felt the desire to build a business around um, it's more of just something that I have and like, I know that I have and it's special and I love that. But I actually just started watching that show on Netflix, the one Tyler Henry, the, oh, the spiritual medium kid that's like 25. And I feel so much, I feel so much for this kid. Cause I'm like this kid, his whole life, like on his days off, he sleeps all day. I'm like, we need to work on that for you, honey. We need to work on boundaries for you. Cause clearly right now you have none. Um, anyway, I want to know how, like, what, what's that like? Like how, how, how do you read people? Like, do you just like walk around all day, just like seeing entities and like spirits and guides, or is this something you have to channel?
1: Um, so it is actually, when I met my husband, it all began, which is the wildest part is I met him. And then I just started hearing, seeing, smelling, knowing all of these very weird things. So it was a very, interesting first years in our relationship a we're like in a new relationship and can you smell that cigar smoke because i can smell something really rancid right now and he's like i don't know what you're talking about and i'm like oh my god what's wrong with me am i like a legit crazy person over here right. um so it was right. funny one night though because i woke up in the middle of the night and i look at the end of his bed and there's a purple bean sitting at the end of his bed and it wasn't like fearful. It didn't feel scary. It was just like somebody was just sitting there. And I woke up the next morning and I was like, there was a purple being at the end of your bed. And he goes, well, maybe it was my grandma. She wore a purple tracksuit to every basketball game. And I had no idea. I'm like, I was grandma. That's awesome. Totally grandma sitting at the end of the bed. Um, so it's changed over the years. I've been on this journey for 12 years now, and I actually don't see things anymore. Because I think that's kind of how they get you in the beginning is like, they make it very visual and very easy. And then uh, Mm -hmm. over the progression of these 12 years, I really just have like a knowing sense and smell kind of a thing. Um, I went to a school in Atlanta Mm -hmm. called Delphi. Have you ever heard of Delphi?
0: Yeah, I have heard of Delphi.
1: Okay. So I went there and I did their introductory medium program and kind of just learned how to like own my craft and really understand what I was capable of. Um, and that was such a cool experience. It's like this little heaven on earth. And that was a really cool moment for me to like, really fully understand how to use that. And I came home and became, um, like I started working with clients on a regular basis. And I actually, Mm -hmm. when COVID I started after COVID. I did it for a year and a half and I just recently stopped because it is such a responsibility. Like you were saying, it is like I know everybody's deepest, darkest secrets. Uh, You know, it just became a little too overwhelming on top of being a wife and a mom that I had to take a step back. So now if I like, I was just on a girls retreat and I was like, oh, you have an angel on your corner, like on your left co- shoulder. And she was like, oh, thank you. And so I like to share little things, but I really don't go
0: broad anymore. Yeah. I mean, you know what though? Like it is, I feel like that's such a real take because I, I have a lot of, I coach, obviously I'm a business coach, but I coach a lot of intuitive coaches and they say the same thing. They're like, you know, you have to really, really be able to like put the shields up. Cause if you're not like you do. And I feel like too, when you're a medium, when you're a spiritual guide and intuitive, like whatever it is, I feel like People, if you're not in your power and like holding the boundary and being like very clear about that, then what you're attracting are clients who like, they just need to project. They just need to project and get it off their chest. And it's like, no, 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 I'm not your therapist. Like there's a big difference between me and a therapist. But if we're not, if we are not like good at kind of putting the shields up, then it's really, really easy for any and all energy to get in.
1: Well, even just like in big, I don't do well in big crowds anymore either because it's just the amount oh, same. of energy is too overwhelming for me. And I just get, it just makes me feel very uncomfortable. So I've really had to learn over the years how to protect myself and my energy and like what, what, what do I want actually at the end of the day? Because I'm used to like managing two other people and taking care of them. So it's really had to make myself aligned again with my true self.
0: Yeah. I also feel like COVID was a really big, I mean, you probably agree with this. Like, I don't, I don't think, I think COVID was like probably the best thing that ever happened to people in the long run. Cause it just like opened up so many spiritual gifts. Like so many people discovered their gifts during that time and it was a huge awakening and like kind of this like huge catalyst that the collective needed to kind of shift to a new paradigm. But I feel like so many people's gifts kind of came online.
1: So this is like an interesting part about COVID. So they always said that the world at some point would live in two different worlds on one plane. And so when COVID happened, you realized that there were the people that were the followers and like believed everything. And then there were the people that actually saw what was going on and like chose to make a better decision. And so it's so weird when I realized like, oh, we are splitting into two planes on one earth. And you know, as a spiritual person, we're like, what are we going to go to a different planet? Like you don't know what that ever meant. And now I'm like, Oh, it's, Mm -mm. it's happening right now on earth. We're literally splitting into two different worlds. It's wild. It's literally like
0: all around us. And we had to move. We were living in Los Angeles and our family, I was like, I was the same as you. I was like, I can't live here anymore. Like the energy. And I, I mean, I have, I have spiritual teachers and spiritual friends that still live there because they feel like they're their mission in all of this is to be like the ones to wake people. I'm like, it's not me. That's not my, that's not my bag. I got to go. Like we moved, we literally built a house in the hill country of like outside of Austin, Texas in Dripping Springs, like one tiny town, like people, like the woods all around me. And I'm like, this is where I belong. Like I'm the same as you. I can't be even like concerts, like I love concerts. Don't get me wrong. I love live music, but I have to be very careful and I protect myself like very, very well before I go to concerts because it is, it's a lot of energy and it's a lot of like influx, but that's how I run my business too. And I think, but this is part of the conversation, right? Like this is people, people go, oh, I can't build a business because I don't want to deal with people's energy or like, oh, I don't, I can't do that because I'm not good enough. And it's like literally if you would just tap into your spiritual side, if you would just tap into yourself, if you would just go within and like learn to trust and follow your intuition, all of these things would make sense. And it would no longer be something you'd have to be afraid of. Instead, you could just run your business from a very strong place of personal power, which, you know, is a whole other conversation on its own.
1: To follow follow up with that, I think for me in the beginning, like I felt like I, i had this amazing purpose within me, and I still didn't know what it was. So I would go to every psychic, I would go to every card reader, I would go to like every other person other than myself to try and get an answer. And not until did I sit in that silence for six months, did I get the true answer to my purpose and why I'm supposed to be here. So I think we just really have to block out the outside world so much more than we realize, because it's all just inside. It's all within the whole time. It was all within. And I just chose to look everywhere else than other where it actually mattered. And that was me.
0: Right. When I tell people, like when people hire me to work with them and like mentor them, the first thing I say is like, listen, the biggest thing I'm going to teach you is how to, how to stand in your, how to go within. Like I'm actually going to teach you how to stop looking outside of yourself for the answers. Like that's actually what I'm going to do. It's not really going to have anything to do with me. It's going to have everything to do with like your ability to stand in your power and look within for the answers because it's all there. Like all of it's there. But this is, but this is where the disconnect is because people think there's a difference between that and like you know, being able to see angels and spirits. And it's like, it's not like, there's no difference except for like, someone has a more heightened sense of spirituality. Some people don't. And like, that's just, that's all it is, but there's no difference. And this idea that like intuition or spirituality is like woo woo. I'm like, okay, well, great. And like this woo woo has existed long before anything else. So
1: I mean, it's literally, our son goes to a private Christian school and we are Christian and I've always been Christian. I've always prayed to God since I was a very little girl. And so I think it's so interesting that I like look down, da- people look down upon me because I can see angels or whatever it is. And I'm like, but what a beautiful gift I have. You should feel guilty or jealous. You don't have it. Like why am I the bad person? Because I can like mm-hmm. tap into something that you ha- don't, I don't know. You know what I mean? I could go crazy. Well, it's on the top. difference.
0: Well, I think it's the difference between like faith and like true faith in God, universe, source, whatever it is. Like, I think it's the difference between fear and true faith in a higher divine light that we're all connected to. And I, I can see it all the time. I mean, people that lead with fear and that are controlled by fear yeah, they look down on people that have these spiritual gifts because it's other, it's not, it's not what they're used to. It's not, and it makes them feel less than, and if they feel less than, then it's obviously not good. And it's like, nothing is inferior or superior to anything else. Like we are all equal, but different. And if we could all just see that, then then it makes it a lot easier to build businesses, to fall in love, to have relationships, to lead ourselves, make decisions for ourselves based on what we want. Like you said, I, you had to figure out what you wanted. Like, why don't we all spend more time sitting on our office floor, figuring it out for ourselves instead of like looking outside of ourselves for all the answers all the time.
1: Yeah. I think we just allow ourselves to get lost in all of the chaos and I choose to not get lost in the chaos. And it sounds like you don't either, which is a beautiful thing because it's hard to pull out of that and bring yourself in.
0: Yeah. So tell me about building your business. Cause obviously like you've made these prayer cards and they're super successful and I'm so excited to get one. I can't wait. Like, tell me about like knowing what you know about yourself knowing what you know about you know your gifts and all these things how did that change cuz before you were a real estate agent now you're now this is your business you've obviously you said you stopped taking clients so this is i assume your your main focus now is the production of of your cards and your business right like that's that's the sole mission right now
1: uh, the Soul Mission, yes, but I also had God like deeply on my heart to write a book over some um, emotional trauma I recognized this summer. So I have been writing like a crazy lady. So that's kind of the next step is the book to follow the cards. So I'm really excited about that. But the cards are beautiful. And they came to me while I was on my office floor. And I really didn't even know where they would go when the idea came to me but as I started to sit down and write them there's eight different topics and they are all sold individually they're not like a deck of cards by any means um and the topics are peace love positivity grief worthiness strength and change and I just added a travel prayer card for the summer for the kids um But the worthiness prayer card was I saw all these amazing business women that didn't see their value and how worthy they were. And so I felt like I wanted to give them a prayer that they didn't have to think of the words. They could just say it. And then there's um, a Bible verse at the bottom that correlates with whatever topic um, the prayer card is. So the grief one holds a very safe, like special place in my heart. I had a girlfriend's son die and I just wanted her to have the words because at that moment, I don't know what you can think. Um, And so they, yeah, they're all beautiful and special. And thank you for asking because I love talking about them.
0: (laughs) I can tell. I mean, you guys, you're listening to this on a podcast. I mean, you might be watching it on YouTube, but most of you are listening and you're like, if you could see her right now, like she's like so full of emotion and like tears are in her eyes. And it's like, it's so beautiful when you find people who are just so in their purpose and so on mission, I think it's rare. And I I think it's becoming less rare as the paradigm shifts. Obviously people are getting more connected with like their true desires. And I think it's a really beautiful thing, but tell me about like building a business, from this place versus like probably how you did real estate in the past. like what's the biggest differences between building a business now and then?
1: Well, I think honestly, when I was in real estate, I did it because I wanted to be my own boss. and then I realized I was not my own boss by any means. Um and so I mm-hmm. just really like to be able to fill within me whatever comes out is like I love to do um, videos on Instagram but if I'm not feeling it, I will not speak because I, whatever I say to you, I want to be so genuine and real. And most of the things I talk about on Instagram are actually what's going on in my daily life. And I just have the guts to share it with everybody else. Um, but I just think there's just needs to be so much more honesty and truth within all of us because this world would be such a different place.
0: I agree. And I, I think like, there's probably so many people listening to this right now being like, well, I don't know what my purpose is and I don't have like the ability to just write prayer cards. So I'm going to keep ticking away at this job that I hate. And you know, that's a real, that's a very real thing. And like, what would you say to those people as someone who's like done it? Like you've done, you've done it.
1: <laughs> um, Even just having worked with clients, I will say that, that some of the hardest decisions you make in life will have the biggest payoff. So if you are living a miserable, unhappy life and you want to change it, the only option you have is to change it and do the most difficult things ever. But for my clients, whenever I say that to them and then they come back to me six months later and they're like, guess what happened?" And I'm like, I'm like. Thank you for making that hard decision and going outside of the box and outside of your boundary and doing something you never thought was possible. But when you actually take the risk, the reward is so worth it in the end that you'll forget the hard stuff. The hard stuff won't matter.
0: Yeah. What's the hardest decision you've made in the last five years?
1: I really think taking the leap and choosing to like live in my purpose and not just do the nine to five like everybody expected me to. And being mm-hmm. different. Being different I think is probably the hardest part.
0: Being different like daring to be different, daring to be like I mean, I would think being daring to be like open and vocal about the fact that you're a, you know, spiritual medium also a Christian is a big scary thing. I feel like that's shocking. <laughs>
1: don't really talk about it we'll say that much everybody kind of knows but nobody asks any questions or talks about it and I am fine with that because I want for them to be comfortable and and I've also kind of learned it's been a hard thing over the last few years those aren't my people they they are Mm -hmm. my son's community and my son has a beautiful community but they don't have to be like my people you know what I mean and so I just lead with love wherever I go and
0: Yeah. I also feel like too, when you, when you find your purpose and you're in your mission, like the need for outside validation is no longer there. Like I know for me, and it seems like for you, like, I don't, I don't coach women to like break the matrix and like denounce all parts of like societal expectations around wealth and personal power and all these things. I don't do that because I'm looking for people to be like, Danielle, you're so amazing. Like I don't, I do it because there's a need for it. I do it because I've mastered it. And I do it because I genuinely, genuinely believe that if more women have more money and more personal power, then you, like you said, there's more peace, there's more love, and there's more, there's a harmonious, um, human consciousness. And like, ultimately that's the goal. And so I, but I feel like when you really lean into that, which you clearly have, you also, it's not about the the outside validation anymore, but it, you do influence people, like people that you do it just through your actions. And all of a sudden it's like, I used to have people be like human design, like, what is that? And like, you know, kind of like, oh, it's okay. It's like one of those kind of things. But then now like everybody's talking about human design around me and like everybody wants to know about it. Or like I'll talk about, you know, boundaries and everyone's like, oh no, like it's like one of the things I say is the most selfless thing you can be is really selfish with your time and energy. And when I first started saying that, I got so much hate for it. People were like, that is so wrong. Like it is never okay to be selfish. And now everyone's like, I like having boundaries. I'm like, Hmm. Interesting.
1: (laughs) Well, and even I was just talking with a girlfriend this weekend and she set a big boundary for herself and it was really hard. And I was like, good for you. Like, and I think we need that outside support and a sense of like, good for you to stand up for yourself. Like I say, if it's not a hell yes, it's a hell no. And I'm, that's, that's my line. And that's how I live. And I'm trying to teach my husband that we're still working on that. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I say I am most successful when I say no most often. So thank you so much. But I'll be saying no all the time.
1: Elon, this, Elon Musk's ex-wife just posted a video and I'll send it to you. But she talked about how actually the word no has more light in it than the word yes. Yep. And I was like, because we talk, it's about that personal boundary and that lights us up and that actually makes us a greater person. It doesn't dull our light. And I was like,
0: Yeah. Well, and saying no, when you say no and you close off something that's not for you, you immediately open a door for something that is for you. So you're just bringing in like more abundance, more light, more, yes, more joy, more peace, more freedom, more desire, whatever. A
1: hundred percent. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, Can we just hang out all the time?
0: (laughs) Okay. So I want to know, people are like definitely going to want these cards and they're definitely going to want to know how to work with you, how to, you know, come and be in your energy. So tell us where to find the cards, where to find you, all the things I want to know.
1: So I got very lucky. The universe was on my side. My Instagram is Jenna B spiritual. And my Etsy account is Jenna B spiritual. And my website is Jenna B spiritual.
0: (laughs) We love that. We love when it aligns like that. Mine aligned like that too. Everything is Danielle on the daily. Everything. See, It's meant to be. That's amazing. Okay. Well, you know what? You are such a rock star and it's like so cool to get to know just like other, I mean, it's not, and it's not surprising. Like energy attracts energy. And like, you know, I I think one thing that I was thinking of when we were talking, it's like, I didn't know you. That's the first time we've ever met. This is the first time we've ever talked, but it's weird. Like energetic match is a real thing. And when you connect with people that are on the same like vibrational space. Plain as you, it does feel like you've known people forever. It does feel like you understand people so much deeper. And so I think if there's any message, if you're listening to this and you're like, how do people find people like this? Cause this is actually one of my private clients was we were voxering back and forth yesterday. And she's like, I just like, don't know how to find people like that. And I'm like, well, I think it's because you're so focused. You're turned around right now and you're focused on the people that you're leaving behind. But at the end of the day, your energetic vibration has risen. And so if you just turn forward, you're going to actually see like all of the energetic matches that are waiting for you. So I want, I wanted to say that because it's really awesome when I get to meet people like you, cause it's just like further confirmation that. Like we are all headed in the right direction. And it's, the answer is not outside of yourself. Yes. If you need someone to remind you of the bad bitch that you are, yes, I highly, highly recommend mentorship. I think it is super valuable. And that's not just because I am a mentor. It's because I see it and I've seen it firsthand and I'm a product of mentorship. So I think if if you are listening to this and you're just like I don't even know how to find people like this because like this is lighting me up but my entire community is not like this. I know what advice I would give them but I would love to hear like your advice. Like what advice would you give people like that that are just like craving this kind of instant connection with other people.
1: Well, I think you said it the most beautifully I've heard it yet and it's not focusing on what we're leaving behind but really focusing on what's coming to us in the future I mean I constantly constantly um you know having the words of appreciation for what I do have and what is working in my favor and we're not focusing on the lack of the things that we don't have I think just really like you said moving forward with fresh new eyes and just being open and available for new beautiful people to meet you. Because again, it could happen at Starbucks. It could happen anywhere. I've met some of the most beautiful people at the most random places. And so I think it's just that open and availableness for what's possible. is really where anything, anything is possible.
0: Right. And believing too, like you just kind of said that when you like, I meet the most amazing people. I'm like, Yeah. And every time I do, they're like, it's so crazy that we like met each other like in this place. I'm like, it's not though. It's not crazy. It's actually just being open for whatever God Source Universe is is wanting to give you. Like that's a thing. It's like there's no tricks. Like this isn't a trick. This is there's no, there's no games being played here. It's literally just, are you ready for it? Okay, here you go. Are you not ready for it? Okay. I won't put it on your plate yet. Like
1: Well, and even just like a perfect example, I went to lunch with five women last week and I sat at that table and I was like, this is not my tribe. This is not my tribe. And I just like in that moment had to appreciate it because it's also the contrast. And I love having the contrast of seeing something that I don't want because it reminds me of what I do want. And so I was sitting there with those women going, this isn't what I want. And then I actually just got home from a retreat with four beautiful women that are completely my tribe. And so just being able to recognize both of those is also important.
0: Totally. Yeah. You nailed it. I mean, that's it. It's like, it it is the contrast. The contrast is so beautiful. And like, I think we get so wrapped up in like, oh, I went to lunch with five people and they're not my people, but like, how do I change myself to make them my people? Or how do I, how do I change my perspective to make them my people? It's like, well, maybe you're not meant to make them your people. Maybe actually the answer is just be grateful that you know what's not for you so that you can actually put your focus on what is for you.
1: And you can it's use that simple. in every aspect of life.
0: Yeah. If it's not a yes, it's a no. Yeah. Jenna, you're amazing. It's, it's so great to meet you. Thank you so much for sharing. Everybody go buy these cards because they're beautiful. I saw a picture of them and they're just so stunning. Um, and I can just tell you've put so much of your heart and your soul and everything into them. So I imagine they're amazing and I can't wait to get my own. I'm so excited.
1: Thank you for having me.